Do you want to know the difference between Botox and dermal fillers? Do you want to know the difference between thread lifts and facelifts? Do you want to know the reasons some people choose to improve their appearance with aesthetic medicine? What makes our patients and our doctors tick? Hello, and welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered. My name is Simon Ravichandran, and in this series of podcasts, we will be talking about what aesthetic medicine actually is, the procedures that we offer, what we do, and why we do it. I hope you'll find it interesting, and I hope it answers some questions you may have. Hello everyone and welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered. I'm Emma Ravi Chandran and today I'm here with Dr. Paula Mann who is our aesthetic dentist within Clinetics. Today Paula and I are going to talk about our favourite subject which is treating patients in their 40s. Hi Paula. Hi Emma. I'm Hi, glad Paula. we're talking about this today actually because we can relate. <laughs> we don't need to keep talking about people in their 20s and their 30s. A hundred percent. So um, yeah, we may go on a little bit because I think we're going to have a lot to say about this whole age group. So first of all, let's cover who are who are the people in their 40s. Let's talk about the identity of a 40-year-old patient. Well, I think in a lot of ways they're us, aren't they? They're yeah. working, busy, Um definitely seeing the signs of aging and being able to pinpoint them quite easily you know so people in their 40s have quite sometimes quite specific ideas and they are talking to their friends about treatments because don't you find people in their 40s come in and they've almost got a different attitude they're very enthusiastic they're ready to chat they want to pick up on what you're saying um and they you know they want to know what you've had yeah i find personally that People in their 40s, myself included, I think in your 40s, you find the person that you almost are. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in your 30s, you're so busy trying to get a house, um, have children, establish yourself in a workplace. Whereas I find that in your 40s, you're a little bit more comfortable in yourself. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you do see those signs of aging because, you know, in your 30s, you know, we've talked about this before, you've had children, there's been weight changes that have happened, you've gone through hormonal changes um, with pregnancy for women. Um, a lot of things change in your 30s and then I think in your 40s, you become a little bit more settled, you become a little bit more established in your career. Um, I think you've got a little bit more money than potentially you had mm-hmm. in your 30s when you were trying to like get the house set up and trying to get your kids established and you were paying nursery fees. You maybe have a little bit more money as well. But I just feel that for myself and for patients who come in, they're a little bit more... Accepting. Yeah. They, they, they find themselves. Yeah. When someone tells you in your 30s, and I know because this happened to me and it happens to my patients... It's almost like a step, isn't it? It's like you're, you feel almost like you're giving in. Oh, it's starting. And mm. then by the time you get to 40s, because it's happening to you, it's happening to your friends, you can be sort of upbeat about it. You know, you think, well, this is, I'm doing well and this is fine and I can, you know, do something yeah. positive about it. Yeah. And, you know, and you discuss it amongst the friends. It isn't a secret. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mm. nice thing to do. Yeah. And in your 20s, you feel young. I think in your 30s, you still can feel young, but whenever you're in your 40s, I think you kind of accept that you're not yeah. that 20-year-old anymore yeah. and that you're not going to look 20. And I think that you just want to look 
like a really amazing 40 year old absolutely rather than trying to aspire to be that 20 year old again whereas in your 30s it's really it's like a big compliment if you get ids going into a a bar or you know at an off license or buying something and you know it almost is like a compliment we're past that we (laughs) wish we wish we got ids Yeah. yeah but you kind of accept that you're not completely young yeah you're you're still you know young and young at heart you'll always be but we've got to accept that we're not 20 anymore and that's 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 just how it is but equally do you not find that in this and yourself and myself we're, we're quite into fitness we like to keep um we like to go running we like to go to the gym we like to eat healthily um moderate alcohol intake and I think that happens in your 40s as well you become I actually we don't we all say this I'm not going to turn into my mother (laughs) but you find yourself morphing into your mother because in your 40s you think I better start being this new person Mm -hmm. (laughs) with the exercise and the eating and the sleeping and turning off the tv yeah so it's a time of change positive change I think you realize your body can't keep up with what you did for the first 40 years and you need to moderate things and look after yourself a bit better for sure i think we'll become more sensible in our 40s i hope so (laughs) right so um what do 40 year olds complain of like what what do you see in the mirror whenever you became into your 40th decade what are the signs of aging that you can see or patients complain about do you know just even for myself as a medical person i think what i see put very simply is things falling down (laughs) okay you know you your eye you know your eyebrows are coming down your cheeks are coming down your look things look a bit flat your jawline isn't all nice and sharp anymore um so yeah 40s is when I really noticed that what what about you um I think that we're we're quite lucky in that we sort of started doing Mm. aesthetic treatments whenever we were in our 30s so it's not been a sudden change, which I, I find a lot of patients will come in and say, I was fine up until I turned 40 or 41. And then all of a sudden everything goes south, like what you've described. But for me, definitely, I feel that in my 40s, I can see things changing at a much faster rate yeah. than I did before. Um, I feel that whenever my toxin wears off, for example, I feel that I look quite tired and a little bit jaded. Um, I feel that if I don't keep on top of my skincare regime, which is your alpha hydroxy acid, your retinol and your SPF, if I can let that slide for a week or two, I can see the impact that my skin, a negative impact on my skin, that it can look more dull, that it can look dehydrated. Um, so skin is like really yeah. important for me and as you, well. You need to be more, a little bit more organized about your appointments probably. You know, when in my 30s and my patients do this, yeah, I'll be back after summer or I'll be back after Christmas. Whereas now my 40-year-olds and myself get booked in. Yeah. You know, so, they know they don't want to reach that stage where everything's wearing off and, you know, maintenance, mm-hmm. maintenance, maintenance. Okay, so it's a little bit more discipline whenever yeah. you're in your 40s. And what kind of results do patients want to achieve in their 40s? It comes back to natural again, doesn't it? Maybe even more so because we're moving away from selfies and staring in the mirror and it's about looking really good for 40 not mm-hmm. denying that age mm-hmm. enjoying it and looking good for yourself so 
nobody wants something that's out of proportion or doesn't fit in with their face. I mean, quite often, my patients don't even want their partners to know or anybody to know. Their girlfriends know mm-hmm. because that's how they find out and that's how they they learn about treatments. But um, yeah, natural. Mm-hmm. And that fits in so nicely with the whole ethos of Clinerics. Yeah. Um, I know that we've spoken before that a lot of patients come to Clinerics because they've seen the people who work here and their photographs on um, the website and magazine articles and you know that they've commented that we all look very natural mm-hmm. um, I would be you know I that reflects the sentiment that I would yeah. have as well you know I don't have an awful lot of time to get up in the morning and do like a full hair and the full face of makeup but equally I'm kind of past that I want to get up in the morning and I just want to look healthy yeah. And I want to be able to put on a tinted SPF and go to work and feel good about my skin and not hide um, behind, you know, layers of makeup anymore. Um, I think that I've passed that point where I want to cover up. I just want to be myself. And coming back to the idea of natural, what I love about the practitioners in Clinetics is that we are so good at diagnosing what's changed and where volume has been lost and replacing the volume that has been lost bringing that person back to the person that they mm-hmm. were maybe five, six years ago, but not changing how somebody looks either, just setting at rest or whenever they animate. And that's really interesting that, you know, some patients wouldn't even tell their partners. And if your partner doesn't notice, I think that that's like so brilliant. Yeah. You, that- want, you want people to say, you know, they're asking why I look good or have I been on holiday or have I had a haircut? Yeah. And rather than say, you know, you've had you've had a treatment done. Yeah. And talking about um, you know, the practitioners and how we sort of diagnose and treatment plan for patients, don't you find when you when patients come in and they, they are quite often worried, you know, oh, I need to more filler or, or another procedure, when you grab the mirror and you look together and you sort of give them a really quick anatomy lesson, what has happened to your face, they, they oh yeah, I, I totally get that and now I can see why the filler there. Yeah. will look good but it, it, it fits in with what's happened to yeah, me so it's amazing. education is yeah, far education yeah education yeah. is far 100 percent. and um yeah again we do spend 30 minutes consulting our patients and giving them the information that that really empowers that person to make the decision to have that treatment and to have the confidence in you as a practitioner yeah. and i know paula because <laughs> lots of people want to book in with you because they know that you look quite natural but Talk me through some of the treatments that maybe you have had. Yeah, done. I mean, patients will often say to me, I mean, even you saying you can't be bothered getting up and putting makeup and things on, that is that absolutely has to be the way my life is. I'm just, mm-hmm. I would much rather invest in getting treatments in the clinic that are effective and then spend zero time out of the clinic getting ready. And patients do often say to me, um, what do you do with your skin? You know, um and what have you had done and when I tell them um they're they're really surprised and I'm quite happy for people to know I've had treatment but I'm really pleased that they don't realize I've had these treatments so I'm quite fastidious about skincare you know Mm -hmm. so I use a good medical daily regime which is easy you know I have to wash my face I have to put a serum on um so I'm using something that works and it works quite quickly. I think we live in a world where people want things very, very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I suggest skincare, they kind of think, hmm, I 
you know, I want something now, but I say, you know, if you take this skincare in a week or two, you'll actually you'll actually see yeah, differences. Be blown away it, with the you know, I wouldn't say yeah. that to patients if it if it wasn't the case. Yeah. Um. So that would be the first thing. I keep on top of trying to keep my collagen up so this nice juicy collagen that's underneath my skin I will use skin boosters um injected under the skin to keep my skin nice it, you know it looks nice and tight stops it getting lax mm-hmm. so you're talking good. about Profilo or Sunacost Profilo and or... Sunacost yeah and I've said this before it's a sort of lazy way of just maintaining collagen you know it's a quick appointment no downtime it's easy to do and well, it... we understand that the the skin cells whenever they're in your 40s the the manufacturing process of that collagen elastin has slowed down so you really need something to really kick those skin yeah. cells into maximum production again okay stop being tired let's let's go let's boost this production and let's keep the collagen yeah. as best that we can because your own natural collagen is going to keep that really natural result it's, it's that plumpness of youthful mm-hmm. skin that just yeah. that that's one of the things that does seem to quite rapidly mm-hmm. go um, on top of that definitely maintenance of injectables so in my 30s maybe once or twice a year a minimal amount of fillers and botulinum toxin and in my 40s I'm quite regularly muscle relaxing injections to keep you know so I can't frown so I don't look grumpy um maintain the tightness around my jaw every three to four months Mm -hmm. which is different from my 30s because it probably in my 30s was you know twice a year yeah and um if I said three zone fillers, I mean upper face, middle face and lower face. So mm. where I'm losing volume in my temples, in my cheeks, in my jawline. Mm. So that, that that's that's what I do. And even just you saying that, Paula, again, that reflects I, the treatments that we carry out within clinics because we're treating the whole face. The whole mm. face ages at one time, you know, so there's no point in just treating one thing and forgetting about the area and just keep repeating that treatment because that's what starts to make people look artificial. We've got to appreciate that the, the full face is aging. Now, saying that doesn't mean that you need lots and lots of fillers. It means that the medical practitioner picks fillers that can be spread almost throughout the whole face and to really keep that holistic, youthful look. Yeah, sorry, Emma, I was... What I was going to say just reminded me while you were talking about that was um, that patients quite often say to me, I, you know, I don't want too much filler, you yeah. know, because we all see that that sort of look. And I know that recently you had a procedure um, that wasn't filler. Yeah. Because you had got to a stage where the filler was done. Yeah. But you still had a concern. What was yeah. that? So I had necktie done in July of this year. And again, the the before and after photographs should be widely available on Facebook or on the website. Um, and I'm quite happy to share my experience with that because what I felt was now that I'm in my mid forties, that I was losing the definition between my face and my jawline. And whenever I would see myself in photographs on a side profile, that I had really lost that kind of angle to my chin and that sort of definition to my jawline. So I had a process called um, necktie carried out earlier this summer. Now this is a treatment which uses radiofrequency um, underneath the skin to destroy some of the fat cells and to also tighten up the collagen and to encourage collagen elastin production within the skin as well. So the overall effect is loss of um, fat 
around the, the neck area and also improve definition across the chin and in the jawline as well. And the results have absolutely blown me away. Um, it did take probably, I would say, between three and six months to really appreciate the improvement. And I would say that even sort of like six to nine months on, I'm still seeing sort of like a monthly improvement in the results. And yeah, that's been a lovely adjunct to the toxin and the filler treatments that I've had. That treatment should really last, I would say, um, at least sort of 10 years. So it's not a treatment that you would repeat frequently like toxins or fillers. It's a little bit of a one-off treatment, but the results are absolutely phenomenal. And it just opens up um, another item on the menu of things that as we get into our mid-40s, we can't just rely on fillers and toxins. In fact, you need to be careful you don't keep doing yeah. that over and over again, that you're yeah. constantly reviewing, constantly watching the changes, yeah. because something else might yeah. might need to be brought in. And yeah. the importance of sort of seeking out advice in that respect yeah and another reason that I sort of went down that route was because I knew that long term going forward that I would be looking at maybe um a lower face lift and I think that if I can intervene quicker but to create results that are going to really either push that way into the future yeah. or negate the need for that face that lower face lift then that's something that I'm 100% willing to um, engaging and again it's about the clinetics approach approaching the whole person and not just providing a one-off treatment with patients and again going back to what you'd said education and information which you can um, give to patients to empower them to make their own decision on what treatments are going to be best yeah. for them okay so We've talked a lot, not specifically about treatments for 40-year-olds, so why don't we kind of just give everyone like a little bit of an over-summary for treatments that we could do for a 40-year-old. I'll start with the topical treatments. So definitely in the 40s, there's no time to not engage in good topical skincare. You need to have alpha-hydroxy acids in your life um, to improve the skin turnover rate you must have retinol. Retinol is the only ingredient that's going to act on your DNA to upregulate collagen and improve fine lines and wrinkles. And you must have SPF. You must be preventing as well as um, correcting the signs of aging. What other treatments would you? In clinic, treatments that you can't do yourself at home for your skin. Mm -hmm. just to to supplement that so um things like peels which will, yep. will always come up maybe moving from those really superficial peels that you had in your 20s and 30s to something that's a little bit more active yeah working at a little bit the deeper layers of the skin definitely skin boosters so your your profilo um and your synacos which are really really well known now and very effective mm -hmm. um and then moving on to the injectables yeah so the, the two big groups your your dermal fillers and your botulinum toxins yeah i absolutely love the effects of botulinum toxin i think all our patients agree it's just the treatment that gives you that well-rested fresh look yeah. Like you've just come back from a holiday, uh, you don't look tired. Um, but equally, you know, this may not be the case for everyone. It may not be suitable for everyone. And, you know, that's why it's important to have a consultation and to discuss with your medical practitioner what you want to achieve from these 
these treatments and where we're wanting to go with them and um, we can also offer in clinic you know skin tightening procedures like radio frequency and um, microneedling we have the um, morpheus uh, skin tightening treatment and we've got necktie which is what we were discussing earlier yep. on as well so in summary we have lots and lots of treatments available within clinics we do and i think the beauty of that and i say this to my patients a lot as well as you know this is your concern this is what we can do and we are not forced down one road you know you can really tailor it to suit that patient so we're not biased towards anything in particular we have experts and um, advisors who will help you know choose the um, a, a multiple of treatments that will suit them yeah and i think that what our patients really love about coming to the clinic as well is that for patients in their 40s we can share with them our experience yeah. and they can also see the results that we've had with treatments as well and i always think that almost that's the best advertisement for any treatment that you can have is that somebody has had it done themselves and you can see yeah. that the results are natural and that they do work and that you will get the results that you're hoping for within that so okay well that's been lovely I, i've really enjoyed talking to you about <laughs> Um, our cohort of patients. Yeah, we'll need to book our next appointment. <laughs> this podcast is produced by the Clinetics Group, Scotland's leading multi-award winning aesthetic medical clinics.